listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey guys, it's John Barrett. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. If you are back for another episode, welcome back. If it's your first time, thanks for being here. And uh, we are here to add value to you, to help level you up so you don't level out in your influence and impact. So thanks for being a part. Hey, listen, I am having a great day. You want to know why? Because I had a great ending of the day last night, and I had a great start to the day today. And I'm going to share with you guys today three ways to start and end your day. And this is going to be some great content. You're going to get some great value today, some great tips that I think are going to be super helpful, super practical uh, for you to have good bookends to your days. Before we jump into the content today, though, uh, I want to say, hey, listen, go to the uh, my website, johnbarrettleadership.com, and go check out the leader guide for this episode. Uh, you can download that. You can follow along with the content. It's got some notes and all that good stuff. So make sure you go do that. Also, you can subscribe at johnbarrettleadership.com to this podcast, and it'll notify you straight to your inbox and your email so that you can get that uh, when it comes out each month, as well as some of my other content that comes out every Tuesday morning where it's got some tips and some different ways that you can learn to be a better leader. So today, let's jump into the content. Three ways to start and end your day. We're going to cover a lot of ground, so get ready. Because how you start and end your day determines how it goes. I mean, it's the bookends of your day, the night before and the day of. These are the bookends and how you start and how you end. And listen, what you do in the beginning and what you do at the end of the day will make or break the middle of the day. So I'm telling you, that middle section of your day, which is where most of us are kind of in the trenches doing life and work and doing everything we need to do, how you start and how you end your day can literally make or break the middle of the day. So if you want to be great and be productive and really get things done, be successful, rock and roll, then you have got to have a great start and a great end to your day. In fact, the the quality of the middle of your day is really dependent on these two things. So if you get this right, you're going to start to get the middle of your day right. If you get it wrong, you're going to begin to make the middle of your day wrong. And listen, I meet with a lot of people, I coach a lot of people that they are not intentional about the start and the end of their day. In fact, uh, they're very intentional about the middle of their day, but the start and the end are just like uh, chaos. I mean, there's no plan, there's no intentionality, there's no thought there. They just kind of do what they do out of routine or habit or whatever it is, but it's not serving them well. And I'm telling you, sometimes you got to back up and you've got to become very intentional about the start end of your day if you're going to be successful. Listen, it all starts kind of before and at the end of what happens. So let's jump into today. All right, let's jump into the content. So three tips to start your day. Are you ready? Number one, wake up early. That's right. You heard me right now. If you are a late riser and that, I'm sorry to tell you this, but the, the research shows, I'm just going to kind of um, put you on the spot. The research shows that those that wake up early in the morning tend to be more successful. Now, you might push back against that. You might fight with that a little bit. But I'm telling you, waking up early in the morning is an opportunity for you to be successful. 
listen, we've got to kind of follow the patterns of the sun, right? I mean, this is something we know just kind of our, our, our biochemistry, I mean, our biological makeup. I mean, this whole idea of things moving in rhythm. So listen, we have got to kind of lean into this idea of being able to rise up early and get ready to go. Listen, they've studied this, and people tend to make better choices with their health, their decisions, their finances, their work, all those things. They make better decisions when you get up early in the morning and get going. Now, if this is hard for you, here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. Instead of saying uh, that you got to wake up at a certain time, and again, I'm not, I don't think there's a magic number out there. Some people would claim that, but I would say this. It's important that you wake up at least a few hours before you hit the ground running at work. So whatever that is for you, if you don't have to hit the ground running until later in the day or something, then take this to heart and maybe this will work in your favor. But I would encourage you to wake up at least about two hours before you're going to hit the ground running and start your day because it's important. You don't want to redline your routine in the morning. You don't want to be frantic and chaotic to start the day. That's a horrible start. I see so many people. I mean, they're they're hitting the snooze button. They're waiting until the last minute. And as a result, they hit the ground running. They're running frantic. They're running chaotic. And their day just goes about the same because of that. How you start that day and how you wake up in the morning and getting up earlier than when you need to go and hit the ground running is important. You've got to ease into the day. You don't want to hit that thing going 120 miles an hour. You want to ease into the day. Now think about this. We know this to be true. I mean, athletes, look at athletes. Do they just go off of just sitting around and just jump into the game? Of course not. I mean, they're going to pull a muscle. They're going to do damage to their body. Their body's not warmed up. No. What do we see every athlete do regardless of whatever sport it is? There is a pregame warm-up. I mean, there is stretches. There is kind of getting the body conditioned, kind of getting the blood flowing and getting ready to go. You're never going to see a professional athlete that's at peak performance just run in and just get going. No, no, no. There's always a pregame warm-up. So what is your warm-up routine? Well, how do you start the day? I mean, if you're going to be successful and reach maximum uh, potential and maximum output and peak performance for your day, you better warm up to your day. You better have some sort of routine that's going to be your morning uh, kind of warm-up routine. And to do that, you need to make sure that you ease into the day and give yourself time to get the blood flowing, to get going. It's all about training your body for maximum performance. So you've got to be consistent with getting up early in the morning, at least two hours before you start your day. I think you need to get going and be able to kind of ease into it rather than redlining it. All right, so I just want to challenge you. Whatever you've got to do, make sure, and I'm telling you, here's a great marker, two hours, before, minimum two hours before you start your day. All right, number two, uh, tip on how to start your day. Fill your tank. Listen, fill your tank up. And I, I don't just mean that sort of physically and that, but mentally and spiritually and phys- physically and all these different ways, emotionally, whatever you want to say. I mean, you have got a tank and you need to fill it. You need to do it to start your day. Listen, negative starts produce negative results. I mean, negative starts of the day produce negative results. Listen, here, I want to challenge you. Stay away from emails the first thing in the morning. 
Now listen, I know it's tempting. You wake up. What is the first thing that you do? You check your emails. You see what messages you've got. You check your messages, your social media, all this kind of stuff. And you're looking at, listen, don't do it. I want you to refrain from jumping in. This is, again, it's like jumping right into the game before you even get warmed up. If you want to protect your mental state, which is vital for the day, vital for your productivity, you need to stay away from your emails at least for a little bit in the morning. Don't make it the first thing that you do. Also, get away from the news. Dun, dun, dun. Listen, I, I, I know many of you love to watch the news, and maybe you even like it in the morning when you're getting ready, but I'm just telling you, don't jump into the news the very first thing that you do. Because here's what's going to happen. You know what you're going to hear? The very first thing? Death, destruction, political chaos, rival, this, anger, hate, blah, 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 shootings, murders. I mean, my gosh, it is just filled with junk. And I'm, I, I'm all for staying up to date with what's going on and, 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 and being in the loop and all that. But listen, you do not need to start your day off with that junk. It's just going to fill your mind with all kinds uh, of negativity, of anger. You're going to get your opinions going. You're going to get mad about the next political statement that came out. Or did you hear about so-and-so? Do you know what they're trying to do now in the world? I mean, you're going to hear all this stuff. So just get away from stressful things that are going to stress you out or make you angry or get your blood boiling or whatever it is. These are terrible starts to the day. And it sounds simple, but I'm telling you, it's powerful. Stay away from this stuff. Whatever you do, make sure it's life-giving and not life-draining. You want to pour into your day. You want to fill your tank, not drain your tank immediately and fill it with all kinds of stuff that's just going to drain you emotionally and physically and all these kind of things. No, no, no. Fill your tank. Do something in the morning that is going to be fun, that you're going to look forward to, that's positive, that's going to do something that kind of pours into you. For me, I, I wake up, the very first thing that I do is read. I talked about this early on in the podcast about having a leadership growth plan, and I kind of laid out a whole system and what I do, but I want to challenge you that do something in the morning, watch a TED Talk, a video that's inspiring, or, or read something, or do whatever you can that's going to fill your mind with good things, whether it's you know positive music or whatever it is. I mean, give yourself something that's going to put a little pep in your step for the day. I mean, get yourself going. Fill your tank with hope, with joy, with happiness, with inspiration. I mean, fill yourself with this stuff. Listen, the day is going to drain you anyway. You're going to make all decisions. you got lots to do. So make sure that you start off filling your tank with something good. Listen, get out there and do something. Take a walk. Drink some water. Get, get moving. Get the blood flowing in the morning. Get going and, and make sure that you're intentional about it. I want to challenge you. Very first thing to do in the morning, do not check email. Do not get on social media. Do not watch the news. Do not look at all the bills and all the things and all this thing, craziness that's going on. Just make sure that you do something inspirational. You know the word inspire comes from? It means in spirit. It means for your spirit to be lifted. So something within you, deep within you, like in spirit, right? Inspired. It's something that you fill yourself with so that you're inspired. Something inside of you, your spirit begins to lift and you begin to get a little pep in your step, all right? Number three is expect great things. This is another kind of mental exercise here. Expect great things for the day. 
Listen, our beliefs shape our behavior. If you believe it's going to be a bad day, a hard day, if you wake up and think, oh, I don't want to face this day, all the stresses, all the decisions, and you expect that, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get that. Listen, our thoughts become a self-fulfilling prophecy so many times. And I know it sounds a little bit kind of elusive in that, but I'm telling you, if you would get around highly successful people, they will all tell you the exact same thing, and that's that your beliefs shape your behavior. You have got to get into the right headspace if you're going to be successful. Listen, Henry Ford famously said this, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. You see, your thoughts will determine a lot about what happens. Your expectations will do it. So you got to take control of your day by taking control of your attitude. That means that you maybe have to talk to yourself. I know that sounds a little weird, right? But you've got to talk to yourself in the morning. Listen, it's the words you say to yourself that will ultimately define who you'll become. So you've got to talk to yourself. It's a big deal. Listen, the Mayo Clinic, I love this. They cited this study. They said that these benefits came from being a positive person, all right, from being someone that literally talks to themselves and is positive. Listen to this. Listen to the health benefits of this, And, and they've seen this through studies. Increased lifespan, lower rates of depression, lower levels of distress, greater resistance to the common cold, hello, better physiological and psychological well-being, better cardiovascular health and reduced risk of death from cardiovascular disease, better coping skills during hardships and times of stress. Listen, we could go on and on with the studies. It, 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 we just know this. Positive people live healthier lives. So I want to tell you, expect great things for the day. Start to kind of uh, build yourself up in the morning. Listen, the last thing you need to do in the morning is look in the mirror and get all negative and start telling yourself, oh, man, you're ugly. Oh, you look terrible today. Oh, look at the bags under your eyes. Look at the weight you're at. I mean, you know, stop doing all this stuff. I know it's hard. We all do it to some degree or another. But I'm telling you, you got to change that self-talk. you got to expect great things. You need to wake up in the morning, literally. And begin to tell yourself, hey, this is going to be a good day. You've got this. You're going to crush the day. You're going to be successful. You're going to make it happen. There's going to be opportunity that opens up. You're going to face hardships, and you're going to get right through it. You've got this. You can do this. I'm telling you, you need to look in the mirror and talk to yourself. And if you think that's weird or something, I'm telling you, you are going to limit your potential for the future. You can find this time and time again. It's those that expect great things and build themselves up that experience a better future. I'm telling you, practice it, believe it. Our beliefs shape our behavior. So three things to start your day. These aren't the only things. They're just three little tips that I want to give you. You may have some other things. I encourage you, in fact, to have great morning routines. Figure it out. Wake up early. Fill your tank, get going, whether it's physical exercise, mental exercise, something that's going to inspire you, get you going, get the blood flowing, get your thoughts going, positive things, and then expect great things for the day, all right? All right, now, if you do that, I'm telling you, you're going to start your day on a full tank, and you're going to be able to go a lot further throughout the day if you do that. If you start your day on a half a tank or a quarter tank, My friend, you are going to run out of gas by the end of the day. So make sure you do these things. All right, three tips to end your day. So you can't talk about starting the day well if you don't 
talk about ending it well. In fact, your morning begins the night before. I mean, the success of your day really kind of starts the night before. And when you get in a rhythm of having a good start and a good end, they're just going to feed right back into each other. And they're going to keep you successful, keep you uh, motivated, keep the momentum going. So three tips to end your day. Number one is this, plan the next day. That's right. Take some time at the end of your day, whether it's the end of your work day or maybe sometime in the evening, whatever it is, and plan the next day. In fact, never start the next day until you've laid out a map for it. Imagine if you went on a trip and you just said, hey, I'm just going to drive and go and see where we end up. Now, that might be kind of fun on a little road trip or something like that, but you're never going to fulfill your life if you treat it like that. You're never going to find fulfillment. You're never going to maximize your opportunity. No, if you want to get somewhere intentionally, then you have got to map out a plan. You've got to make sure that you hit everything you want to hit. Imagine if you're going to take a big trip out west and see all the great uh, sites here in the U.S., right? I mean, you're going to be intentional about that. You're going to plan out every step of the way so that you maximize your trip. It's the same thing in your life. So plan the next day as well as you can. Lay it out. Listen, never end the day without a game plan for the next. The secret to success is in your schedule. I'm telling you, if I were to look at your schedule, I can tell you how well you're going to do. I can tell you where your life's going to end up years from today just by seeing how you treat your schedule. And if you are just kind of loosey-goosey, just kind of go at it, see what happens, you're never going to maximize your potential. Now, you might, you know, do some good things. You might be wired that way, but you have got to get intentional about your life. So make sure that you take time to plan the next day. Benjamin Franklin once said this, for every minute spent in organizing, an hour is earned. I love that. For every minute you spend organizing your thoughts, your plans, all that, an hour is earned. So I would rather you take 20, 30 minutes and plan out the day to make sure it's on paper than just hit the day without it. Make sure you get a game plan. Doesn't mean you can't make some audibles. Doesn't mean you might have some things that change, but get a target that you're shooting for. Zig Ziglar used to say that if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. Right, I mean, if you if you have no aim for your day, no target for your day, guess what you're going to hit? Nothing. You're you're not going to get there. Maybe by chance you stumble on some things, but you got to be intentional. All right, number two, uh, way to end your day is wind down, not wind up. Wind down. Listen, at the end of your day, don't redline your evening. Just like you shouldn't redline the beginning of your day, like don't wake up last minute and then just rush out the door or rush to the office there. If you're working out of your house or whatever it is, you need to make sure that you ease into it. You also need to ease into your evening. You need to wind down before you go to bed. Don't redline your evening. I mean, it's like bringing a plane to landing. I mean, you can't just kind of just nosedive this thing down and that. You're going to crash. You've got to bring that plane down. You've got to kind of have some finesse into that. And our bodies are the same way. Your evening routine is vital. You've got to be consistent. You've got to make sure that you have a consistent wind-down time. Now, listen, author and biophysicist Andrew J.K. Phillips said this. I love this. Our results indicate that going to sleep and waking up at approximately the same time is as important as the number of hours one sleeps. So listen, being consistent with making sure that you wake up and you go to sleep at the same time that you have a wind-down routine is just as important as the number of hours that you sleep. 
So that's a big deal. Listen, don't ramp up your night with stimulating activities while you should be winding down. I mean, listen, just like in the morning, you don't want to start off with negativity. Before you go to bed, don't watch things that are going to get your blood boiling. I see people do this all the time as well. What do they do right before they go to bed? They check the news. They watch the news and all that. And again, what are you filling your mind up with? Death, destruction, political unrest and anger and this and people yelling at each other and everybody's opinions and you looking on social media at some post and, and, and you know, some controversial thing. And then you start scrolling through the comments and your blood's boiling. I mean, you want to shout out to everybody and scream you're thinking about posting and not and you're going to bed like that I mean that's your evening routine no way listen you've got to wind down don't ramp up same thing with movies and different things if you're watching it don't watch things that are just going to kind of get you riled up and that have a wind down routine okay make sure that you're winding down not ramping up listen and here side note right I mean light think about this I mean you know you know blue light exposure I mean, this idea of our phones, our computers, you know, TVs, all this kind of stuff. And you've probably heard the studies on this. I mean, that blue light that is coming from all electronic devices going right into our retinas, our eyes and all that. Listen, you do that right before bed. That's going to cause major problems with your sleep cycle. Listen, and this is near impossible for a generation that's literally addicted to laying in bed, scrolling through emails, social media posts, surfing the web, all this kind of stuff. I mean, we, we crawl in the bed and we're looking on our phone. We're looking on our computer. Listen, not only do you get inundated with blue light, which decreases melatonin. By the way, you need melatonin, right? Your body, the reason that you start to get tired is because your body will begin to release melatonin. And it's a sleep hormone that triggers the brain for sleep. And it's needed to shut down your body. But listen, this hormone, it causes our muscles to relax, a drop in our body temperature, feeling of drowsiness, right? And all that. But listen, blue light and light and all that stimulation, guess what it does? It, it, it inhibits your body from releasing that, that neurochemical of melatonin. It doesn't do it. And as a result of that, you don't get tired. This is why people lay in bed. They, they're kind of tired, but they can't fall asleep. Is probably because their body's not releasing the melatonin to begin to wind them down because they've got too much stimulation going on. So I want to challenge you. Listen, experts suggest that we eliminate blue light at least one hour, minimum one hour, before closing our eyes for bed. So you, you, you know, and I know there's apps and different things out there on your phones and computers where you can kind of switch the blue light. But listen, it's still close light that's just kind of be, being pushed into you. So even those apps that claim that, hey, we're going to suppress blue light and all that, it's still a stimulant where you're sitting there reading and looking and all that. You need to take about an hour before you go to bed and you literally need to have some quiet time. You need to just kind of shut things down and begin to bring the plane to landing in your life. So wind down, all right? Allow your body to release this melatonin. Allow your body to get triggered into this. So turn out the lights. Make it dark. Don't get on your phone right up until you just turn out the lights and go to bed. Don't do it. Now, listen, if you don't want good sleep and you don't want to be productive the next day, then I guess get on your computer and get on your phone and all that kind of stuff. But if you want to be successful, then you need to have a wind down routine. You literally need to bring the plane to landing. So 
I want to challenge you. Think about this thing. What are you going to do to start having that routine? Start getting committed. And hey, listen, if you've got kids and, and, and you've got a family in that, I encourage you to let them know about this thing. Let them know that this is important. Listen, kids too often, I mean, they're just on their technology till the end of the night, and we're guilty of it as parents. I mean, you know, we're our kids. I mean, you know, a generation that we're just always on a device. I mean, I'm telling you, it, it's just a common thing now to lay in bed and be on technology up until the last moment. But if you really want to get control, and I'm speaking to myself as well, is start being intentional about trying to get that uh, pulled back so that you build those good, healthy habits of winding down and bringing the plane to a landing. Listen, I meet with a lot of people that um, they have issues at night of falling asleep and all that because they're not being intentional about this. So I'm telling you, if you want to be more productive tomorrow, then you need to have a good ending to the day today. Third tip on how to kind of end your day is this, sleep smarter. Now, this isn't my stuff. This is Sean Stevenson wrote a book called Sleep Smarter. I highly suggest it. It's a great book. It's super practical. Um, it's got all kinds of tips in there. I can't remember exactly. I think there's like 20 maybe some tips of how to sleep smarter, and it's super practical. You're going to like it, and it's made for uh, productivity and all that kind of stuff, so it's not like some you know, science kind of a book that gets really, really deep and, uh, you know, talking about all the, the science behind it. Although he does dive in, there's some great principles. It's a great practical book for anyone. So sleep smarter. That's the third tip. Listen, America is one of the most sleep deprived countries in the world. I don't know if you knew this, but according to research, 30% of people report only getting six hours or less of sleep per night. And listen, we spend nearly $50 billion on sleep aids a year, $50 billion just on sleep aids because people are having such a hard time sleeping. So listen, this sleeping is a big deal. I mean, and we've got to get it right. I mean, for the sake of conversation, let's just say that take the average person. Let's say they sleep about eight hours a night. Okay, just on average, I know some people get more, some people get less, but let's just, you know, for the sake of conversation, about eight hours a night, that's 56 hours of their 168-hour week. If you do the math, that's one-third of their life they will be spent snoozing. One-third. So sleeping, um, it's a major part of your life, whether you like it or not. I mean, we spend nearly one-third of our life sleeping. And it's vital that we get it right. In fact, getting one-third of this area in your life working can make the other two-thirds work even better. I'm telling you, sleep is a big deal. You're going to spend a third of your life doing it. You better be intentional about it and maximize it. So how do you do that? Well, listen, all sleep is not created equal. In the case of a good night's rest, quality trumps quantity every time. This is why many of us, we've slept a good maybe seven, eight hours, but we are not rested. Why? Because the quality of our sleep isn't good. So quality trumps quantity, all right? So how do we do this? Uh, just some tips, and, and there are so many more that you can look up and research and all that. You can get the book Sleep Smarter. It's a great book. But here's just some thoughts that I think are going to be really helpful to you, okay? Number one is this. Your bedroom should be a sanctuary of peace. All right, listen to this. I mean, you need to invest into your bedroom. If there is a room in your house that is probably one of the most important, it's your bedroom. 
because you are going to be sleeping there one third of your life probably in that. So you need to be intentional. Listen, don't don't have a bedroom that you don't love, a bed that you don't love, sheets that you don't love. I mean, if you ever need to invest in something, invest in the things like good sheets, a good mattress, uh, good decor in your room. Make that place an oasis. I mean, a haven of peace, serenity, whatever you've got to do, whatever kind of floats your boat that makes it a really inviting, restful place. You need to turn your bedroom into that. So you might have to do some redecorating. You might need to get out there and research some great mattresses, sheets that you really like. Listen, don't just, you know, have some hodgepodge stuff sitting around. Invest into it. Here's a few tips real quick. Drop the temperature. We know that people sleep better when it's colder out. So I know that's going to be an argument if you've got another person with you in that. But listen, you've got to make sure that you drop the temperature. Make sure that you make it kind of cold out. Number one, or another thing is this, dress up. That's right, get comfy. I mean, go to bed and things that you feel good in, you feel comfortable in and all that. It's a big deal. And last one is this, think about sleep. Don't think about work. Don't think about all this stuff. In fact, I'm telling you, what you think about when you fall asleep can kind of help or uh, uh, keep you from sleeping well. So think about sleep. Think about dozing off. Think about great environments. Think about being in the mountains or being in the beach or whatever you've got to do. Think about sleep. Think about yourself sleeping. I know it sounds weird, different, but I'm telling you, if you'll do that, you'll begin to, to have a much better sleep schedule. All right. Three tips to start and end your day. I hope it was helpful to you guys. Listen, I would love for you to really get intentional about starting and ending your day. It's been great to be here with you guys. I hope this added value to you. Remember, uh, subscribe to this thing. Leave a review for it so that other people can get value from it. And I hope you start implementing some of the strategies that we talked about today. It's been so great being with you, spending some time with you. Listen, level up. So you don't level out in your influence and your impact as a leader. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com.